Let's go. Set it up. Top of the show. Form, check form. Cover down. Do it again. Run it back. And we'll see you at the show. Welcome to On a Water Break. This is a podcast about everything in the marching arts. You name it, we've probably already planned to talk about it. There is just so much that we want to talk about. We have a super special water break this week because all of our panelists have one thing in common besides marching band. And if you didn't figure it out from the title of the episode or the guests in our description, it's the all parent episode. That's right, all of us here are parents. It's weird to think about. Some of us are new parents like me, and some are now having kids in the marching arts like they were. Uh, Everyone here is a professional in the marching arts and also dealing with being a parent. Since there are so many of you out there in the same boat, we thought, let's hear from some amazing people and how they manage this crazy world of the marching arts and parenthood. My first panelist is Ashley Tran. Hi, Ashley. Hey everyone, I'm Ashley Tran and I'm from Texas. (laughs) Thank you for the applause. Wow, that's so fun. Um, I recently became a stay-at-home mom in 2019. Um, My background is in dance education, but I've marched Crossman and Blue Devils and I've been teaching since I was 19 and recently started a business uh, surrounding leadership development resources. Uh, So you can find me on Instagram at Front Center Performance or my podcast called the Front and Center Podcast. And Jackie and and I also like to get together and chat sometimes on our podcast called Coaching with Kids. Yay, I'm so excited for Coaching with Kids to come out. I don't know that it's going to be out by the time this does, but if you all are parents and you're also coaches, it's going to be an awesome time for for all of that. Yeah. My next panelist that we have today, I actually just realized that I know our next panelist and I have known our next panelist longer than anybody else who's been on this podcast so far. And that is Susie Harloff. Are you calling me old? No, I'm just saying I've known you, you for like a, a huge fraction of my life. <laughs> this is true. Applause for old age. Hey, everybody. I am Susie Harloff. I am from Avon, Avon, Indiana. Um, I'm so old that I don't even talk about my marching experience anymore. Like, I've just moved so far beyond that. (laughs) Right now, I'm a kindergarten music teacher for my day job. um, And I also work with the Avon Band Program here in Indiana. I am their Cadet Guard Director, which is their middle school program. And I work extensively with the Avon Winds, doing dance and performance qualities with them. Um, I'm married to Matt Harloff, who is probably most known for being the last drum major of Starve Indiana and the brass caption head of Carolina Crown, but he's also the assistant band director at Avon, so we get to work there together. And we have two kids. My son Tyson is 22. He graduated from Avon. He was a trumpet player there, and he marched Crown in 2019. And my daughter Shayla, oh yes, (laughs) I still can't believe he did that. (laughs) <laughs> and our daughter Shaylin, she's currently a junior. She's 16. She play- oh, so much applause. She plays oboe in the concert band, alto sax in indoor winds, and she's drum major in the marching band. So, oh, get it, girl. Is- 
literally our life. <laughs> Thank you. And and also, I mean Disney, of course. <laughs> I always like to see your Disney trips oh. online. <laughs> we are huge Disney fans. We do have a YouTube channel. It's called <gasps> the Harloff Hub, and oh the gosh. word hub is for Disney. The hub in Disney. It's not any other kind of hub, if you know what I mean. Okay. <laughs> Follow us there. And our next panelist, our next panelist <laughs> is another longtime friend of mine, uh, Christian Beck, who's a band director in Arkansas. Hey. No, I'm the assistant band director at uh, Rogers Heritage High School in Northwest Arkansas. So uh, next door neighbors to Bentonville and Fayetteville and all those guys over there. Uh, and I'm also the percussion director, too. And uh, I've been, this is my first year there at Rogers Heritage. And uh, I've been around the activity for so long for uh, teaching and, and performing, such with groups of uh, DCI and indoor percussion with Gateway. Uh, for the longest time, I was a founding member of Gateway Indoor and the last founding member of, member of Gateway Indoor to perform. So that was, that was a fun experience. So now that was, uh, that, that's, uh, I, I, that's going to be the take of my whole thing uh, right now. So, and right now I'm just living the dream in Northwest Arkansas. And you're a dad. <laughs> yes. A freshly <laughs> new dad. And I'm still, and I'm still learning uh, all the tricks and, and, and tips uh, every day. And uh, she says, dad, dad all day long. So oh. mom is, yeah, so mom is always like jealous all the time, and uh, she, she's like, "Dad, dad, dad!" Like we had we had marching state contest last night, and my wife decided to like try to uh, uh, FaceTime with the baby, and and she's like, she's screaming your name, dad, 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 all <laughs> night long. I'm like, I'm watching Bentonville and their Ladybug show right now. I I can't, I can't do it right now. <laughs> and then give it a couple years, and you'll be like, and she'll be like. Go ask your dad. Go talk to your dad. Right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Get in line. What do you do? Cute. It'll be good. So we have some uh, questions for our panelists. Just some general questions about being a parent. And of course, about, you know, doing this at the same time as we're marching arts educators. So, um, this first question is, what is your greatest joy about being a parent as it relates to your own child and your role in the marching arts? Anybody who just feels like they want to just like shout it out, go for it. What's your greatest joy? Ah, there's so many joys. <laughs> um, I, 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 do, I do have to agree on that. There is so many joys. So many. There, there is. <laughs> and and I, I feel like I have an interesting perspective because I'm an older parent. Like my kids are in the band. They've gone through the program. So I've seen the joy from my perspective of our kids seeing their parents doing what we love and injecting passion into the program. And so them being able to see us, but then us turning around and being able to see them be affected by band and what the performing arts does for kids. So there's joy all around. So one of my favorite things was, uh, okay, I'm going for it. Uh, that I married into a relationship with kids already. And uh, that was pretty fun because I have a seven-year-old and a five-year-old uh, stepson at the moment. So when they get to go do my competitions, they, they are like 
all on board. They're like, oh, look at the drums. Can we play those, Dad? No, you can't play those. We're going about to go for warm up. Don't do that. You know, just, <laughs> just just watch what we do, and it'll be all good. You know, so it's it's all that fun experience uh, of that happening. So all my family gets to go watch the show, uh, and they get to come eat with the band and, and the kids. The best the best part is my students are very nice to my kids all the time. So they they make them be part of the band family too. So that's that's the best and part. Your about kids that. feel like rock stars. Right. Exactly. Yeah, so they're like, cool. oh, that's that guy. That's my dad. You know, I have one that's like, that's my dad. You better listen. I'm like, oh, don't say that, Noah. Don't, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to get his push-ups later. He's gonna- one of my favorite things personally was like watching my kid, my, my baby, learn to understand crowd behavior. So like we would go to these um, winter guard competitions all season. And of course, he went to world championships at WGI with me. And like he figured out like when to get excited and when to clap and when he was allowed to yell and when he had to be quiet. And like, he kind of learned how to participate in crowd behavior as a infant. (laughs) So it was really cool to watch that all, all unfold. That's so sweet. One of my uh, fondest memories so far is my three-year-old yelling at me, let's go mommy, let's go. (laughs) So I wonder where she learned that from. I have no idea. <laughs> I, I know one thing that's been calming my baby down during the summertime. And it was uh, DCI videos I would be watching on YouTube. And like the drumline warm-up. She'd be like, she'd be watching the drumline warm-ups like Boston Crusaders warming up. And she'd be like, oh, that looks clean, dad. You know, she's not saying anything. She's like, she's not like, "Eh." and when it comes out, she's like, Oh, I'm listening. I'm watching. (laughs) But Hey, look, there's Vanguard drumline. Oh, I'm watching. The blue devils came. Oh, 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 you don't like blue devils. Okay. Go back to to Vanguard. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I know what taste my baby likes. I'm like, Oh my Lord. She's more, she's more judgmental than I am. I'm like, no, what's going on? (laughs) So let's go into our next question with that, because what is your marching arts parent balance point? Like this is really important. Where do you draw the line and determine if a situation should be family first or marching arts first? So I'm, I would like to jump in as someone who has kids that have already, you know, grown up. Um, I really think it's important to have teamwork in your home to help make it work and help find the balance Um, when our kids were little, I did a lot less band so that I could be there to take care of the kids. And since my husband was in a much more important position than me, he kind of took over. But now that we're both kind of equal, it's a lot of teamwork. It's a lot of who's going to pick up the girl today, who's going to pack her lunch. And it's, we bounce that off of each other. Um, and we're really fortunate that we can work as a team. So I think that's really important when you're trying to find that balance. I know, I know for me it's tough because I used to be by myself for the longest time teaching and writing and everything. So I would just like, all right, I can take my work home and I'll be like, good. But now since I have a family and everything, I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to really think because I got to be home by five o'clock mm-hmm. uh, and I got to cook dinner or else my wife's going to be mad or something, <laughs> you know? So that's the main thing. I got to get the kids ready for bed and everything. So it's like, I, you know, for me, as a new dad, you can say, I'm learning the experience like, okay, now I have responsibilities and I got to really balance what I have to do at my school and then what I have to do at home. So I kind of have to separate now what I used to 
do before when I was just a bachelor, I guess you could say, where I was just all by myself and I can just write the show at three o'clock in the morning. I can't write a drumline show at three o'clock in the morning or else I'll wake up the kids. <laughs> so <laughs> I, can't be, I can't be drumming on the drum pad like, oh, I know I know what I could drum right now. Nope, nope, don't do it. Don't do it. I know Ashley and I run into this all the time with the podcast. Every time we're like, "Ooh, we could record a podcast episode," and then it's like, "Oh wait, oh wait." Um, Victor is crying, and um, Zoe is like yelling and climbing on the furniture or something. Yeah, um, that question is interesting though because I definitely lean towards family first, and I, I guess. Obviously, there are boundaries you have to have. You know, you have your schedule boundaries. Obviously, when you're at work, you're at work. But there are there have been plenty of times. I take my kids to work with me all the time. It's very hard, and it's not my preferred choice. But sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Um, but I think mostly what I've realized now on the other side, being a parent, I conserve my energy a lot. So rather than really... Um, investing a lot of energy into maybe disciplining my students in certain ways. Um, I might come off as a little more passive about it now because I'm, I have to conserve that energy so I can take care of my kids at home for most of the day. So that's my personal perspective. Yeah. That's so, so important. Um, well, that's great, but we have to go start rehearsal now. So come on guys, let's get out there. Yay. Yeah, I'm ready. Guard Closet was founded as a consignment business in 2000. Since then, it has grown to include winter guard, band, percussion, and other genres. Shop our extensive consignment inventory for great looks for your team that won't break your budget. Max out your rehearsal time and set up a microsite for easy student ordering for shoes, gloves, and other equipment. Check out our fun merchandise and gift items. We can help you with custom flag and costuming designs. Contact us for custom show design services. Clean out your storage areas and get money back into your budget with our consignment program. Guard Closet is here to help you get all you want and need this winter season. Check us out at guardcloset.com and follow us on social media. Hey, this is Nicole, one of your hosts for On a Water Break, and I want to tell you about The Cookout. The Cookout is an event celebrating people of color in Color Guard. This event is happening in Dayton, Ohio, April 16th, the day after WGI finals at the Courtyard Marriott Hotel, a.k.a. headquarters. There will be presenters and speakers, networking opportunities, food, and more. To get your tickets, visit onawaterbreak.com. Or you can check us out on Instagram, The Cookout CG, link in the bio, or our Facebook page, The Cookout. We really hope to see you there. All right, kids, take 10. Uh, listen, our guest clinicians are staying for this water break, so you all better make sure you warm up for the next section of the show because they're going to be ready for you. Now is the time in rehearsal when we solve everyone's issues, or at least we try to. We're marching band staff, not miracle workers. But this week, we are also all parents, so we might be even better than anyone else or we might be a complete disaster. It just depends on your perspective. Anyway, let's get going. So our first listener question. What is the best way to deal with a parent who wants to volunteer to help teach the program 
but doesn't have adequate experience to do so. <laughs> I'm feeling a little bit like the complete disaster you just previously mentioned, <laughs> because this is such a hard question, but then also not so hard. I would say you just have to have a black and white. There can be no gray area with this. There can't be like, well, we'll let this person do it, but not this person, because then people start getting angry. It has to be a black or white thing. If you're on staff with the band, you're hired to be there. If you want to volunteer, then you need to apply for a job, you know, fill out what needs to be filled out, fill out a resume. I, don't, I say that coming from a program that has a very large staff. Now, I might see there could be a difference if you have a small staff and you're looking for people to help, um, which could open up a whole nother can of worms. So I did not answer that very well. Anybody want to jump in? <laughs> it's well, it could be that way. I know that we yeah. have like a really small program and we always have band parents like volunteering to help stuff. And it's just like trying to find a place for them to help without like, there's always a place for them to help. I feel like without like having to have a lot of experience in marching or in playing or anything like that, you know, they could be the person who makes sure that the water cooler stays filled. So finding other things for them to do to help them feel a part of the team like while you get to know what their abilities are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like yeah. for me, the way I see it is if you were to go in a job interview, your boss is going to hire you based on your skill set. And obviously you don't have the skill set to teach, but you are really crafty and maybe you can help with the props. That's how I would look at it. Hmm. Hmm. I like that idea. Yeah, I don't know that I would want them to teach. That's a really that's a lot of uh <laughs> control given to someone who doesn't have experience. Mm -hmm. And even sometimes if you just allow them to come tech or help individuals, sometimes that bleeds over into. Oh yeah. And that, that can be a, that can kind of go downhill really fast, I think. So let's go on to our next okay. listener question. What is the best way to help parents who are completely new to the marching arts, who to understand what their child is going to be doing with you for extended periods of time for the next several months. Like that is a huge commitment, especially for parents who've like never been involved before. Get involved, get involved, get involved, get involved, get involved. Parents, get involved. If you want to know what your kids are doing, volunteer, help dress the kids, help serve food, help load the truck, help volunteer, chaperone, get involved. And then if your band program has a TikTok account, follow the TikTok account. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see lots of what's going on. Woo! <laughs> I, I, I kind of have to chime in about this one because uh, in our in our band program, we're starting a new uh, booster program. We're trying to build it up and everything. And the cool thing is we can have a booster program uh, to help out with liaisons, to help out, you know, parents get all uh, – be a part of what's happening. So we have different sections in our booster program. Like they are the prop crew or the food crew. Or, uh, you know, they're the, the uniform crew, you know, so we have a bunch of liaison areas that parents can volunteer and be a part of. And that's one of the things I think parents can be a All part right. of. Too, Our to help next out with that. section is called text a friend. So this is the part of the podcast where we have 30 seconds to try and get a friend of ours to answer a question through text. We don't know what the question is. And we get bonus points if we can actually get the person to talk to us on the phone. I don't even know what the question is. I have a person who I need to text, though. Jeremy, our producer, is 
backstage, and he is going to be the one who reads our text a friend question. All right, you all. Everybody's got their phones standing by. I have the question. Um, remember, if you if you can get the person on the phone to answer the question, that's even better. Um, I will say this is so far the hardest question that I think we've had. Oh no! You can, oh. Uh, <laughs> you can take it up with. The- no. <laughs> you could take it up with the you know, assistant producer Christine. Um, she's the one that does the questions. Okay, so here is your question, and you'll have just a brief period of time to see if you can get the answer. Oh. Which prominent percussion adjudicator was hit by an axe on the morning show Fox and Friends in 2015? Oh. We have a percussion Ew. guy oh. on here. This is oh. not fair. Oh, oh. 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 I'm not going to get it. I have a color guard friend on standby. This is not oh, fair. I got if you want to find some other friend, you can absolutely text a new friend. It's it's it, you know we're 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 just the band you know we're just here waiting for the band while they're warming up. We gotta get them. You know you gotta get the answer to the text the friend question. If I'm if I if I came up and I wanted to know the answer, y'all better get on your stuff and find the answer to the question. Okay, here I go. I'm texting every percussionist I know. <laughs> All of my people are at rehearsal right now too. <laughs> um, mine too. This is, is such a problem. <laughs> I hope one of them is not in rehearsal right now. That that would be a shame because I know he knows this answer. I know. <laughs> I definitely. I think I know the answer too. But I I know he he knows. Oh, this oh. Wait, would Alex know? Maybe. And how long ago did this happen? 2015. I, I could read the... I, do, would you like the clue read again? Would you like the clue read again? Or the question. So which prominent oh, percussion adjudicator was hit by an axe on the morning show Fox and Friends in 2015? And no, you cannot Google it, Susie. It doesn't count Googling. Burn it! Burn it! <laughs> no Googling. Only text a friend. This is only text a friend. I know this is a podcast. My white screen. I'll let you know. <laughs> so does anyone, does anyone have somebody they think is going to answer? I'm, I'm, trying. I'm trying right now. Guess. I'm trying right oh. now. Oh, I have someone that we can call, oh. but he's not going to really answer. Oh. <laughs> we want somebody that might know the answer. So do we have... Not I, I might know one. <laughs> You're waiting for the response? I'm, I'm trying for a response. I'm, I'm trying. Come on. Come on, Rob. <laughs> Come on. All right. Well, we're gonna give them. Uh, we're gonna give them the warm up countdown. Five, six, seven, eight. And we're gonna have to set. We're gonna have to, you know, get back to get back to rehearsal here in a second. So, if, if anybody of your text of friends, we have no answers from the text of friends. Oh. No, your friends have failed you. This is a really hard question. I have color guard friends. <laughs> Maybe my buddy. My I, I do have one other percussion friend. Uh-oh. 
who I texted but is not responding to me. That he gets to play this game? <laughs> this does not seem right. Well, <laughs> I don't well, know any of this in advance. <laughs> no, no. Nobody's answering me. No, no. Oh, I got an oh, answer. You got it? <laughs> I got an answer. Wait. Is it a correct answer? Or do you think yes. it is a correct answer? I know this is the correct oh. answer. Oh. oh, she's confident. Oh. Oh, and how do you know it's the correct answer? Because I know the guy. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm not sure. He said, I think. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. That means he doesn't know for sure. I thought he knew for sure. Okay. Oh, All right. Well, who is oh, your no. text friend? I have friend? a friend. Who okay. is your text Oh. You got an answer yep. too. Yep. I think uh -oh. it's it's a guess though. Oh no. Uh oh. Uh, listen, uh -oh. we're gonna start with Christian first. Christian had the first one in. Yes. So okay. Christian, who is yes. your guess? My, who is your person that is guessing? My my guess, my person that's guessing is Rob Gatewood from Modulation Z. He is one of the uh, staff members from Modulation Z up in St. Louis. And, okay. uh, and he, he is, is, what is his answer? His answer is Mr. Jeff Prosper. And that is correct. Yeah, that is correct. We have a winner. Wow. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. See, I guess, I guess, I guess we should have just had a little bit more percussion people ready on standby. I guess I just got it. <laughs> Dean West. Dean West. Dean Westman knew the answer. I should have texted him. The, the funny thing is, I remember I was told this story. I was like, no. -uh. And he's like, go watch it. I was like, really? Oh my gosh, you did get hit. <laughs> I, I guess like, there's oh. a YouTube you can watch, I guess. I think, <laughs> I I think there's. I think there was. Were they like doing like axe throwing as a competition or something? No, it was. Um, I, I forgot what was happening. It was like a. It was like a skit or something, like an act of something, and he's just drumming, I think, and then the act just hits him. I'm like, oh my gosh! Oh, like I was like, and he's still drumming after oh, that, no. so he's still drumming. I would have quit. Oh, I'm like, oh, <laughs> here, take your sticks. I was like, that, dedic I was like, that dedication. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, text a friend well, is over. And <laughs> This week's winner is Christian. Sorry, y'all. Not so unfair. <laughs> Congratulations, Christian. First time on the podcast, and he wins Texas Friend. <laughs> I'm pumped. All right. So, listener question number four What is the most significant task or project you've ever seen a group of band parents accomplish? From start to finish. <laughs> uh, prop building. Prop building. Prop building. God bless them. Okay. Um, the other thing that blew my mind was um, I taught at Avon for a good 15 years before I was a parent there. And the first time I walked into the band room when my son was a freshman, and they were getting the kids dressed and they had the boxes and the uniforms and just the machine that it was to get these kids ready and fed and looking good. And everything was so organized and they decorated the boxes and they had food for the kids. And 
And they do this from the first show to the last show, you know? So like, I guess building something from beginning to end is the beginning of the season to the end of the season is watching how these parents get the kids ready and take care of them. It's eye opening and amazing. Mm -hmm. I would love to see that in person. Yeah. <laughs> I love me a good system. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I, I... This is not super huge, but I, um, this year we were at a competition and, um, our plan was to have the kids just buy dinner from concessions and concessions were closed. So they had to go and run off and grab food for all the children. So that's the first thing that comes to my mind, but it's probably not quite as grandiose as prop building. But they get it done. Like how they snap into motion and get stuff done is pretty awesome. Those, those band dads. Yeah. I, I, I remember in high school, I went to Francis Island North High School and the band dads, oh my goodness. I remember my band director, Joe Stacy, would be like, uh, we need this built. And like in two hours, they went to the garage right across from the band room. And they're like, you know, they went to the house right next to the school and they're like built it. And they brought it back on the football field for rehearsal. Like, like. Where did this come from? Oh, we're wow. like, well, we're going to use it in the show today, boys and girls. <laughs> here we go. It's like, here we go. Just turn That's it around, awesome. guard. I don't know. Just figure it out. We'll, we'll put it in somewhere. That's so like, cool. Okay. <laughs> I, I, remember one, I remember one time uh, I had I a bunch that. of band parents because I did a caveman show with uh, Northwest High School in, in St. Louis. And uh, we had to custom made our uniforms and make them look like caveman. So we all had different type of uh, fabrics and stuff to, to make them like, you know, we had a cheetah one and a zebra and, a, and it was just different patterns. And all the band parents, there was like at least like, I don't know, like 10 sewing machines and they had like a party and they're like, hey, you want to come up to it? I'm like, yeah, sure. And, and I looked at this thing. I was like, oh my gosh, this is like, this is like a like Nike factory shop or something. You're just building. I know. It's like. They're like, they're like building everything. They're like making all the uniforms. They're all watching the Mizzou Tigers lose and stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, man, you guys are just like a machine. It was nuts. Right. Mm -hmm. No pun intended. <laughs> I love it. Well, if you guys want our staff to help you with your next marching arts issue, we are standing by and ready to help. Simply send us a voice recording or an email to onawaterbreak at guardcloset.com. Now, everyone get back on the field for the final rehearsal chunk. Ooh, but first, we have some band parent announcements about some more really great band parents. Take it away, Cindy. Hello again, everyone. Leander Mama here with another Mama Minute for you. Have you ever heard a mom of a large family say to someone about her children, why, yes, they are all mine? Well, this is never more true than when it comes to marching band moms. When I first joined the ranks of band moms at Leander, I truly didn't know how much my life was going to change. I came into the program as a former band and color guard kid myself but also as a sports mom who truly just had no idea what being a band mom would be like. I think I started to get a clue at my first high school band parent meeting when I saw table after table of moms signing up other moms for all types of band duties. In my time at Leander, I was a water hauler, an ice refiller, a fruit supplier, a baker, an errand runner, a uniform mender, ironing lady, fundraiser, chauffeur, and sometimes an ATM machine. 
but those aren't really the things I did as a band mom that I remember most. What I remember most is being in the stands and cheering at every single football game, standing in hot band parking lots, watching the kids learn and perfect their marching drill, sitting in stadiums in all types of weather, and being absolutely amazed at the incredible marching shows that teenagers were able to put together in just a few short months every fall. Band kids truly are amazing, but they can't do what they do without all of the support and work behind the scenes of the band moms. Today, I just want all of the band moms out there to know we see you. We see you in the stands cheering at both home and away games. We see you fully investing in your child as both an encourager in the stands and a hard worker behind the scenes. We see you stepping in and being a mom to someone whose mother might not be available. We see your happy tears when your child succeeds, and we see your heartbreak when they are hurt or experience great disappointment. We see all of the sweat and blood you pour into your child's band program. We see you, and we recognize the true marching band heroes that you are. So do me a favor today. If you are a child in the band, go and hug a band mom and just tell them how much you appreciate them. That's all for today, but stay tuned for more Mama Minutes on future podcasts where I get to talk about all things band-related. Have a great week, everyone. Guard Closet was founded as a consignment business in 2000. Since then, it has grown to include winter guard, band, percussion, and other genres. Shop our extensive consignment inventory for great looks for your team that won't break your budget. Max out your rehearsal time and set up a microsite for easy student ordering for shoes, gloves, and other equipment. Check out our fun merchandise and gift items. We can help you with custom flag and costuming designs. Contact us for custom show design services. Clean out your storage areas and get money back into your budget with our consignment program. Guard Closet is here to help you get all you want and need this winter season. Check us out at guardcloset.com and follow us on social media. Hey, this is Nicole, one of your hosts for On a Water Break, and I want to tell you about The Cookout. The Cookout is an event celebrating people of color in Color Guard. This event is happening in Dayton, Ohio, April 16th, the day after WGI finals at the Courtyard Marriott Hotel, a.k.a. headquarters. There will be presenters and speakers, networking opportunities, food, and more. To get your tickets, visit onawaterbreak.com. Or you can check us out on Instagram, The Cookout CG, link in the bio, or our Facebook page, The Cookout. We really hope to see you there. All right, it's time for some quick chunks with Gush and Goes, the time of rehearsal where our staff get to gush and go on for 30 seconds about anything they want to having to do with the marching arts. So let's go. Ashley, why don't you start it off? Oh, um, I am super, super passionate about helping to develop leaders, especially those who are not traditionally thought of as leaders, the more outspoken and uh uh, outgoing ones. Um, I love to talk to leaders and kind of help them uncover what it is that their superpower is. And so you can contact me and we can get that going for you and your leadership team. Was that 30 seconds or was that less than 30? I don't know. <laughs> I just don't want to take <laughs>
Who's in charge of timekeeping? Hey, Susie, why don't you take it away? I want to gush about this random topic that's always in my head, and I just never get to talk to people about it. You know the trend in marching arts of getting rid of the shakos and getting rid of headgear? And Mm -hmm. I fought it for so long. For Every time I would see another drum corps not do it, I was like, oh my gosh, they look so short. Put that thing back on. I love the plumes. I love how visual they are. And I just want to let everybody know that I am sold on not having shakos anymore. If not everyone has to do it, I love the variety that we see on the field, but I just want to acknowledge when you take the Shakos off, your band kids have now become performers like the color guard. It's a whole nother layer of responsibility. And I just think it should be recognized that we now have wind and percussion players that are killing the performance game. And scene. Thank you. Can you preach that a whole lot louder to a whole lot more people? Literally, I mean, listen, I'm so hard. Tuba players do not want to smile and perform, but we are making them. And 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 the problem is, if you are from like the '80s drum corps and you are still judging these kids, recognize that the skill set it is taking for them to take that hat off and perform their show exposed to you. Okay, that's I'm I that I took a 45 seconds for you, Susie, because I'm like ready to jump on that bandwagon with you. And I just want to be clear, I'm not knocking programs that still wear shakos. No, but no, no. let's acknowledge how hard it is to take them off. Okay. Right. Christian, what do you want to gush about? Oh my gosh. I, you know, with moving to bigger environments of schools and everything and just learning more of, of my craft of the pit world, because I was a front ensemble person. And man, I, when I marched front ensemble, we didn't have sound equipment and amplification. <laughs> we got to hit with rocks. I mean, we, we, I mean, if you broke that keyboard... You broke that keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I remember I remember one time at Cascades, we broke a, a, a vibraphone key. We're like, we, we ain't going to play with that anymore. So it's, we, we amplified that one. But it's like, you know, I, I, I appreciate the sound people, uh, the ones that are controlling it. Not only just the, the, uh, the, the people they hire, like bands, they hire their own sound people, but there's also high school students that are actually – taking care of the sound too on the field. And I, I saw that last night of a few groups uh, in Arkansas that, oh, a few that. Had the, that had the responsibility so to high you stress, know, check too. the sound levels uh. and do this and then run the soundboard. Yeah. It, so that makes them part of the show too. So that's the best part of it too. You know, I might have the iPad like, Oh, you're a little too loud. I'm like, mm. That vibraphone too. Mm. <laughs> Jimmy. Oh, <laughs> he had the wrong note. Mute. Mute, mute, but no, but no. In reality, you know the sound people, the 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 <laughs> the, the, the students that are a part of the show now. It's great. I, I love it. I love it. The involvement. Yes. Okay. So I I have to gush. I'm so excited. By the time this episode airs, it will probably have been about a month ago that this happened. But I'm so excited about it because it just happened right now. Um, I released my color guard practice journal it is for sale on the spintronics guard website and this is something that has been like slowly stewing on the back burner of my like you know work mind for years now oh i've already sold so many copies on pre-order i just i'm i'm so excited about it getting it out there and getting it out to everybody's hands when i was in drum corps we had to keep practice journals on okay this is gonna date me a little bit but we had to keep them on zanga which was like an early, early blogging forum online. And like, 
we had to send Zanga links to our uh, to our staff every month or so with our practice journal in it. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! <laughs> so this is great. It's just like a little book. It's it's literally a book, and it's a guided practice each day. So you could fill it out and, and it's 90, it's set up to be 90 days long. Of course, you, there's a lot of flexibility built in, so you can use it how you want to. But I just have to gush about that because I'm just, I've been working on it for, like I said, for years and it's finally occurred. <laughs> it's finally real. Congratulations. Good job, Jackie. All right. And while we get that warm up block going for the final run through, let's do some news. I want to start this off with the, um, there is a Disney Plus movie that is casting a marching band. They're they're looking for a whole marching band or individuals that are in marching band or color guard. Um, I believe it's a it's a, a video audition, but then you have to actually go there to do the filming. And uh, it's in Atlanta, Georgia. So I posted a bunch of details over on the Spintronics Guard social media, like if you're on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. Uh, but it's it looks really cool. Like there's going to be. A, a pretty pretty high feature marching band in a Disney Plus movie coming up soon. Let's just hope they don't cheesify it like they do every other time they put marching bands in movies and make them look like oh, total dorks. Mm-hmm. Come on, Disney. Oh, no. Yes. Don't let us oh, no. Don't do us like that, Disney. Oh, just no. the fact that they are actually casting like real marching band people and like the people that they're reaching out to to like spread the word i think they're actually like they're going to be pretty like real with it is what it sounds like so like flute players actually holding the flute on the right side of their body will probably be happening <laughs> <laughs> Drummers hey. actually drumming yeah <laughs> not just the head up you know <laughs> just, just they're actually drumming <laughs> that is cool that's a good point jackie Ashley, what do you got for us today? Okay, so uh, this next story that we're going to talk about, I is, uh, what is that? Just a sight for sore eyes, if you will. It's so refreshing because it's about a percussionist who is deaf, but he manages to play snare um, in the battery. And the first thing that came to my mind was, wow, I have some students in my own team that won't even try and figure out how to release a toss on count 15. (laughs) (laughs) However, this kid is really pushing past the expectations and really pushing past his own limits. And as I'm reading through the articles, some, a quote that stood out to me was that he said, um, Last year I was in the pit. We didn't move around. Now I'm on the drum line and it's very difficult compared to the pit because we have to move around and look at the drum major at the same time. It's very challenging, but that's why I like it. And what I love about this so much is that I sometimes feel a little disheartened by, I don't, maybe it's just the kids that I teach sometimes, but I feel like they really cower down when it comes to a challenge. Um, Chime in if you guys want. I don't know what your experiences are. But I just love that so much, and I wish that other people could kind of get their eyes on this article so they could kind of take a step back and think, oh, the things that I complain about aren't that big of a deal. That's a great lens to view that through. I was also thinking about how inclusive the performing arts community is, too, and how we provide spaces for students um, of all kinds to succeed. I love that. Love that about what we do. Me, too. I, I love this story. It it kind of reminds me of uh, you know uh, of a very famous percussionist, Evelyn Glenn. Uh, 
she's deaf and she, you know, and I think this kind of helps bring that whole situation is like, you know, you could do whatever you want and it's, it, it's whatever your mind and your body can take to it. So it's excellent. All right. I guess I have the next part, which is the DCI announcements. So, uh, if you haven't been checking out on DC, DCI, uh, I think they announce uh, a show already. Uh, already, but it's Allentown. So <laughs> we all know when Allentown is, basically. So <laughs> it's that same time, same place in Allentown, Pennsylvania. So, but uh, there is a drum corps that did announce their show, uh, and a few of my friends that actually teach at this drum corps, uh, brass caption head Mary, uh, <laughs> is the Troopers. Uh, and it's the last, the lasso, the sun, and uh, it sounds like a very fun show. Uh, and uh, man, if if you're interested in marching drum corps at this moment, this is the time because there's a lot of fun shows and designs and everything. And people, man, the staff people I've seen, like the names changing of who's who's teaching what and where, especially in the percussion world. Oh, it's gonna be fun. I, uh, it's going to be a su- fun summer. I just know it is. And the Troopers was one of my fun shows to watch last year. And I watched them all summer long. I was like, this show is going to be ridiculous. And, and I was like, this is a final show. And guess what? It, they are in wow. Well, I have a story. Picking back on DCI, the Mandarins are going to be having an indoor winds group uh, for WGI this year. They're going to compete in the independent open class. And they're called Immortal Winds. And this just makes me so happy. I attended the Winds Advisory Board meeting this past summer um, because Avon has an indoor winds program. Um, we compete in Scholastic World. And we just think the world of indoor winds and WGI and the opportunities it has given our kids and the growth that we see in them, not only as um, musicians, but as performers, because it's such an intimate setting. And one of the things we talked about in the advisory board meetings is just how do we get more and more groups involved? I think a lot of people are scared of it. And so seeing some of these big, you know, the top 12 cores going for it and putting out their own groups is super exciting. And I love the Mandarin. So I cannot wait to see what Immortal Winds does this winter. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for that too, because uh, Winds has been growing and Man, it's kind of cool to see someone from the California side. Yes, yes. Play. We need yeah, more that's, California that's groups. Cool mm-hmm. Yeah. The West Coast, bring it on. <laughs> They've been tearing it up in the winter percussion world. And Texas, too. Tearing up in the Texas, wind. let's go. Yeah, yeah, Texas, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Arkansas, let's go. <laughs> yeah, we're working. We're working on it. <laughs> Her- Pride of Heritage is coming up with winter drumline soon. Okay. We, we're starting our fresh one this year, so it'll be good. All right. Well, that's our show. I just want to say thank you guys one more time. Thank you so much for your time and coming and sharing your expertise with us once again. Uh, Christian Beck from Rogers Heritage High School in Arkansas for anybody who's listening. Ashley Tran, Front and Center Leadership Instruction. You can find her at Front Center Performance. If you're on Instagram, she does leadership training and color guard coach training. And the incredible Susie Harloff from Avon, Indiana. Uh, also, if you have not been to the Music for All Summer Symposium, first of all, I just recommend that experience in general. Uh, but if you are a guard instructor and you have not yet gone to the Color Guard Instructor Academy, of which Susie is a big part, I highly, highly recommend it. Like, I cannot recommend it enough. It is 
so great. It was one of the jumping off points for my career as a guard instructor when I was a young instructor, trying to find my footing and trying to figure out how to kind of handle everything that I do. And Susie was a big part of that as well. Even, you know, that was, you know, how many years ago, but it was, it's still like, it was such a great starting point for me. And like I said, Susie, you were such a big part of that. So thank you so very much for all of your dedication to the marching arts and for all of you guys, you know, for taking time from your family to be able to dedicate to the marching arts and making the marching arts part of your family as well. And just being able to go back and forth. It's really awesome to be able to see all of that. So thank you all for listening. If you are new here, go ahead and follow us on Spotify or Apple music or wherever you're listening to your podcasts. We are Front Center Performance. You can find us on social media at Guard Closet, on Instagram, on TikTok, on wherever. Uh, I am Jackie Brown from at Spintronics Guard. And uh, make sure you share our podcast. Get it out to more people and let's keep this rolling. We love to have guests. We love to have callers. Uh, so call in. You can send us emails with questions or shout outs, gush and goes, whatever you got. So I'll see you guys next week. 